life, and it's ending one minute at a time. I was blind, but now I see. Working jobs we hate, so we can buy shit we don't need. Ideas are brutal. If you had one shot, everything I'd ever read, heard, seen was now organized and available. Now you fucking khakis. Life moves pretty fast. The Biohacking Secret Show. David Asarno, welcome to the Biohacking Secret Show. It is an honor and a pleasure to be here. So, I mean, we started chatting and catching up because you and I spent uh, the past week together in Vegas at the at the at Russell Brunson's Atlas Mastermind, and and we had some amazing experiences that we'll we'll share with everybody. Um, and you and I got right into it, but the conversation was so interesting. I'm like, our audience is going to want to hear this, you know. So, um, you finished the mastermind, and then tell us where you went and some of the cool stuff that was that was going on there. So I, I went up to Portland, and uh, one of my clients for 14 years is uh, Dr. Pompa, as you know, and we, we were running a retreat for his inner circle. So I went from one inner circle to another, and I, I speak at their events, and we did some amazing things. But here's the cool thing. It, it was at one of the, the members' um, biohacking lab uh, human performance lab that they have that's right outside Portland, Oregon, and I got to play. Really? So this is open to the public? Yes, it's, anyone it's can visit. go there. Really? No, What's it get, called? It's a, it, it is the most, it's called Evergreen. It okay. is the most amazing um, biohacking human performance lab that I've ever seen. Not only do they do, as I told you, Eboo, they yeah. have where you can do VO2 max. They have red light therapy. They have the bikes that you can do. They, they'll put you on the PMF map before you do the bike, before you do the oxygen. And then you could do before and after blood analysis uh, from cold therapy, you know, everything. It's absolutely amazing. That sounds so cool. So are they, are they doing live blood analysis there where you can actually like look at the difference in your blood before and after some of those treatments or like what type of blood analysis are you guys doing? Do you know? Well, with, with, yes, they'll take your blood. They'll take a blood sample before you'll go do the PMF mat. You'll uh, do the, put the oxygen on, you'll go do the bike and then you'll come back afterwards. They'll take another prick and you can totally 100% see the difference in your blood. It's absolutely amazing. Wow. So I'm imagining the after you, you, you know, the, the, the blood cells are probably more spaced out. You know, they have more and higher moving. redox potential. So they're flowing better. Yes. Right. Wow. If that doesn't encourage some of these habits, you know, nothing will when you can see the difference in your blood and <laughs> happening in, in real time. Yes. It's amazing when you see that. And, uh, as I told you, I, I, we did the event and I got, it's funny, I got there from Vegas and the doctor, uh, Dr. Tomas Guiena, who owns the facility, him and his wife, he's like, you look a little dehydrated, Dre. And he's like, I'm going to give you an IV. So we started, I, <laughs> and I had to start the event with an IV. So it was kind of cool. <laughs> right, right away, he's, he's getting you rehydrated and putting a whole bunch of good stuff in there. That's cool. Yes. Um, okay, so I want to check out, or those of you guys that are in the, the Pacific Northwest, check out Evergreen and uh, owned by Dr. Tomas Guiena, was it? Yes, yes. He, he's absolutely amazing. He is uh, an MD. And this, he, he runs, he owns and runs this facility along with a practice that he has uh, about 45 minutes down the street. 
Sweet. I want to ask you about too one more thing before we tell people who who you are and what amazing things you're doing <laughs> in, in this world. <laughs> we'll get to the intro eventually, guys. Sit tight. Sit tight. <laughs> um, let's talk about Ibu, which is uh, extra corporeal blood oxygen and ozonation. Something that's been yes. on my radar, especially because we've had a few of our members doing it to like one of the one of the issues with mold as you're probably familiar is it's difficult if you've had if you've got mycotoxin exposure it's very difficult to get it out of the body there's often a, a wide array array of binders that are required some binders work better than others depending on the type of mold you're dealing with so on and so forth and it's it's a process and uh, i had heard that this ebu which is like the it's like next generation ozone can actually accelerate that process and condense time for you where it's actually cleaning the blood as well. It's not just activating the immune system like ozone does. It's actually cleaning the blood. So you got to experience that. Can you share a little bit of what your experience was like, how you felt, what you think of the process uh, after diving in firsthand? Sure. Well, first of all, the reason that he asked me when I was younger, I was exposed to mold. In fact, it was so bad. I lived in a house that we had copper pipes and well water. And mm. we used to have uh, the the roof would, the ceiling in my bedroom would would dip. We would poke a hole in it and it literally had a hole in a bucket in there. So that was my I first place up, in downtown Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the kind of house. And then finally we just cut out the, 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 the moldy sheetrock and just left the bucket there until my parents could afford to fix it. Okay. So I, I probably grew up with a little mold, a That's little exposure, heavy metals. Of, it, yeah, a little bit. And so I've, I, I've had a, an, I'm, I'm 50, soon to be 55, but when I was in my early twenties, I was diagnosed with an autoimmune condition. And as you know, mm -hmm. a lot of autoimmune conditions could be stemming from mold or heavy metal exposure. And mm -hmm. so when I was telling Tomas, uh, Dr. Tomas about it. Uh, he said, well, we're going to do what we, we did the Ibu with EDTA at the same time. And then he did a detox foot bath with me all simultaneously. And so I, I didn't feel anything except energy, which sometimes people feel tired. Sometimes people feel a little bit dizzy because they're not used to the ozone being put in. Mm -hmm. And I felt absolutely incredible wide awake and then after that he did methane blue, methylene blue mm, and nice. in the it, he's a, a one of the giant red light beds where it's top and bottom um novathor uh, it's a giant one like you lie down cool. he says medical oh, something like that. oh i thought you were asking yeah. me for the name brand i misunderstood you it's one of yeah he has it <laughs> okay. and so they actually did the iv while i was getting methylene blue and the funny thing is i fell asleep while i was on the red light bed. <laughs> and then i woke up went, went awake and it was absolutely amazing yeah those uh, those feel fantastic i've done them a couple times and yeah you just like I don't know. It happens to me sometimes too, when I haven't been in the sun for a while and I go lay in the sun, I'm just like, Oh, boom out, you know? Uh, um, so that's, that's really interesting and, and super cool. I'm, I'm fascinated with this Ibu process. And like the first time I did ozone. Um, so when I was kind of like working my way through Lyme the first time around, I did ozone and I was giddy. I remember driving home with my girlfriend at the time and I would not shut up. I was just in that zone where I was like so excited to be alive and wanted to talk about everything like a little kid, you know, and I was like, okay, this is definitely helpful for me. And, you know, and, and then I 
proceeded to do a course of 20, you know? So that's, that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep, this party, you know, keep this party going. For, for some reason, it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, right. What? <laughs> Go ahead a little, little uh, I've, I've channeled my eccentricity in a, in a positive direction. Um, and with Ibu, I heard you can only do about, I mean, you only need about six sessions if you've had serious mold exposure and which is a, a significant decrease. Let me know if you guys have been experiencing more of any of the following than you used to. Brain fog, difficulty staying focused, fatigue, muscle weakness or changes in balance and coordination, mood fluctuations, apathy or lower motivation, sleep issues, changes in sex drive or function, or increased sensitivity to certain foods, or just more digestive stuff going on in general. Now I ask because these are all warning signs that your brain may be struggling. Anyone could be an early indicator of serious things to come. And if ignored or left unchecked, especially if you're experiencing more than one, these could significantly increase your risk of dementia, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, these neurodegenerative diseases uh, that include cognitive decline. The secret to unlocking the full potential of your brain comes down to three simple steps. One, precision diagnostics. This is why in our coaching program, we use the most sophisticated brain and neurocognitive testing on the planet. You then fix the deficiencies, those hormones, neurotransmitters, and nutrients that may be out of balance. And then you clean up the toxins, the stress, and the inflammatory microbes that may be interfering and making the whole process less efficient. I'm gonna do two crazy things that I've never done before. I'm offering a 100% money back guarantee, meaning if you follow the prescribed game plan that you and I create together and don't experience a significant, trackable, measurable improvement in your memory, processing speed, mental clarity, mood, and quality of life, I don't want your money. I wanna give you a full refund. But stick with me because I'm gonna level it up even more. If your increased energy, brain health, and mental performance doesn't help you earn at least as much additional income as you invested in the program, I'm also willing to give you a full refund. I wanted to do this so that you know that you have absolutely nothing to lose, everything to gain. If you want to level up, go to biohackercoaching.com. Thank you. All right, I think this is a good time for me to ask uh, Mr. Davis Sarno, who are you? What do you do in this world? And uh, and what are you excited to chat about today? <laughs> well, th those are two distinct and, and unique questions, right? Mm -hmm. So. Uh, I would say that I'm a serial entrepreneur that that looks had been looking about human performance and how can I operate at my peak level uh, over the years. I I own and operate business Nitrogen. We are a fractional CMO for our clients. We help with business strategy and growth. I mean, plain and simple. We we look at how we can help people who are seven figures reach eight and eight figures strive towards nine. And I've been doing it for about fourteen years now. Um, yeah, that that's that's who we are today. And, and, and I get to hang out with amazing humans like you and cool <laughs> masterminds doing a lot of breath work and going in ice baths. <laughs> right. And having accessing non non-ordinary elevated states of consciousness. <laughs> exactly. We'll talk like we about have, that if you like. We all get we all get to share our experiences. So that's really cool. And you 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 work with Bob, who's also uh, just an, an amazing guy. And we had some fantastic conversations, this mastermind. And uh it was so it's so fun. I, I really appreciate too that you guys have been in the game for so long. And 
you know, I was sitting with Bob and we were talking, I won't name the person, but we were talking about someone that's, that's a prominent figure in the health and biohacking space. And Bob's mm-hmm. like, you know, dude went to jail, right? And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I got his mug shot. Check this out. And it's like, you know, the dude in orange jumpsuit. And I was like, oh my gosh. He's like, I've known that guy for 25 years. I've seen him in three different industries, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's just fascinating. Like that you guys are, you're OGs of the game and, and you've, you, you're both so well networked, you know? Um, well, so that's, well, it's funny that's though. Really cool. we- Bob and I met because we were both speakers with Tony Robbins and Chet Holmes at Business Breakthroughs International. Really? Yeah. So we met a, b- a little over 14 years ago. Hmm. So you guys were both speaking at a Tony Robbins, Chet Holmes event. Chet Holmes being the guy that did the Dream 100 and popularized. We, popularized we were his two, two, two top uh, speakers and coaches. Ha! Huh, no kidding. That's pretty yeah. cool. And then, and then how'd you guys like, okay, so how'd you go from there to launching this business together or was, did it already exist in some capacity? No, what, what happened is while I was doing that, I was working on the side, I was starting my company on the side. Mm -hmm. So uh, I was a part-time speaker and and trainer and coach with them. And I'd started business, what was business, what's now business nitrogen. Mm -hmm. And when uh, Tony Robbins, um, or excuse me, when Chet Holmes passed away, I said it was time to go off my own. And uh, the old motto, perfect is the enemy of done. I just launched. <laughs> I left, I launched, and the rest is history. And I I uh, flew Bob down to spend about four days with me strategizing what it was going to look like, what it was going to be and who we were going to become. And I'm like, hey, you want to join us? And he's like, no, not right now. I'm going to, I'll stay here. And my persistence uh, paid off. So Chet talks about pigheaded persistence and determination. Once I knew, I'm like, Bob's going to be on my team. And by the way, he did leave for a period of time. He did come. He left uh, for a period of time. He went speaking around the world. Uh, He ended up uh, taking another company, became the president of the company, doubling it. And one day he saw my first Facebook Live that I ever gave. And it was me giving a Facebook Live in front of the business that I grew up in, my grandfather's business that I talk about so much. Mm. And it's now a lawyer's office. And I was talking about the journey that I had and what brought me to where I am today. And Bob saw that and he reached out to me and the power of connection. And he's been, you know, we've been working together again ever since. Really cool. So that conversation, that Facebook Live, rather connected some sort of human component to your journey, and 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 then Bob wanted you, you tugged at Bob's heartstrings, and then he wanted in. Must must have. He's like, so we need to catch up and talk. And I was like, I look forward to it. And and we've been together ever since. Nice. He uh, Bob shared this story with me that I thought was just so cool because you know we were talking and uh, and Bill had mentioned the the simulations right we won't go into any details right because you know he's working on some cool stuff with that but bob was like you should have seen the sales simulations we used to do and he goes i would throw at our team the craziest objections the most intense scenarios and then make them get out of it you know and then when people got stuck he goes i'd have them turn it on me so he'd be up there with his sales professionals and he'll be like all right he goes, I want you to look at me and I want you to say, get lost and die. Tell me yeah. to get lost and die. Go away and die. I know you want me to go, go away and die. die. But <laughs> yeah, take it, I know take you it want away. me to go away and die. Yeah. I can, I can, appre- I can oh, appreciate that you want me to go I, away and die. Yeah. 
Yes, I appreciate you opening all that. But if I could show you in the next minute and 36 seconds how. Yeah. Yeah. We can can 5X your revenue and blah, 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 blah. You know, it's it's Wouldn't you want to have that conversation? Of course you would. Yes. It's so good. It's so good. And then, um, so for you, I mean, I see you as a visionary and, and someone who is very much tapped into their environment, the bioinformation around us, other people, you know, and I'm curious because you're also very, uh, very proficient and skilled at getting stuff done. How do you kind of navigate these two components of of Davis Arno, like the visionary, the one that's kind of, you know, seeing things 10, 20 years down the line. And then the guy that has to show up on Monday and build a team and, and you know, lead that team to, you know, not get bogged down by perfection, as you said, and and, and get the right things done, you know? So it, it's funny that you you bring that up. And I'm smiling because I think you realize and like many of us who are visionary entrepreneurs we want to just keep creating and we want to come up and we have shiny object syndrome Mm -hmm. and i can't say that i don't so Mm -hmm. sometimes i have to protect myself from myself but one of the things that i realized and what i what you don't know is before i started business nitrogen before i worked with tony robbins and chet holmes i had built two eight-figure businesses Mm -hmm. so i built one one to from uh, zero to $45 million in annual revenue in five years. And then I started another and we broke $10 million in five years. And one of the things that I realized is you needed a team. And I had the, the good news is, and it's one of the reasons why I started Business Nitrogen. I had mentors back then who were willing to tell me the truth. I had mentors who weren't, didn't care about my feelings. They had no problem saying, Dave, you're all over the freaking place. They had no mm. problem. And so when I looked at what did I wanted to do, I wanted to be able to be there for other people like I was when I was at half, half a, you know, half a million dollars and I needed, wanted to get to that first million. And that mm. was that first milestone. And then, well, I got to a million. Now I want to get to 10 million. Okay. Mm. Now with 10 million, I want to get to 20 million. And I had someone who had been there before pushing me, guiding me. Sometimes I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that they believed in me more than I believed in myself. And so when you look at what do we do today, you know, I I help people. I've created a framework that's all about creating that vision. Um, Then how do you create income? Because if you don't create income, you've just got a hobby. And then how do you inspire people? Because one of the things you just mentioned is great. I have vision. You can have all the vision juice in the world, but if you can't get other people to want to become part of the vision that you've created, A, they won't step on the bus and B, they won't stay on the bus. I think you heard me even talking about it at the, at the mastermind. You know, Yeah, we drive revenue, but how do you create a team? It's through culture. And the culture is not, and doing core values and culture. Well, you you saw me ask people, you think, and how many of you think that core values, and Bob asked this, is fluff and, mm-hmm. and hands went up. A lot. And I said, if I, it, it, but if I could show you right now how we'll actually help you build the team that you want so you can focus in on what you want and drive your business forward. So it's not just fluff. It actually empowers the team that's around you that will, lit, that will push forward for your vision so that way you can operate in your highest and best self. And that's mm-hmm. why we do it, because there's tangible measurable results when you do it the right way. And then what happens is, 
you create impact. And those are the four frame, four levers in our flywheel that we implement in the business. And here's the great thing. You're at one level, you run the play, you run the framework. You go to the next level, guess what? You've got to keep running it over and over and over again. It's just breaking it down into simple step-by-step processes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I, I think there's a lot here. One is I mean, you guys have a great core value statement. I don't know if you're if if you're up to share that, but like when you read sure. it, I was like, wow, that's 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 super powerful. So that's obviously something that you guys put a lot of thought and intention behind. It's clearly communicated with your team. And 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 I think some of the other I'd like to talk about some of the other ways that you make where the rubber meets the road. You have meetings, right? You talked about the fact that you, you've got these regular meetings to get everyone aligned, to get everybody fired up, to notice who might be a locker room cancer. And like they're, they've got energy going the other direction, you know, and, and, and is interfering. And then and then you said you're like you, you said, I don't remember the exact vernacular that you used, but it was essentially like, I don't want to be a cheerleader. I don't want to be the guy dancing, but the team needs that. The team needs that. So I do that. You know, it's like you've, you've sort of recognized this is the energy that is important for me to bring to the equation so that the 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 team the sum of the parts is greater than it would be otherwise as, as individuals, you know? Yeah. I, here's the the truth. I actually love my team. They're absolutely amazing. And I owe it to them to show up as my best self. I owe it to them to show up living our core values. Now we created an acronym and, and you, you said something, it took me, I wrote them down and I, I wasn't ready to publish them. Some, they weren't right. And so I worked on them for nearly nine months before we published them out. Now, the acronym is PREACH. So positive and positive expectation. Now, here's the thing. Positive expectation is important because we everything's not going to turn out right. But we mm-hmm. have to believe that it will. And if it doesn't, we'll deal with what emerges and we'll shift, modify, and adjust. But we've got to have that positive expectancy because wherever your attention goes, energy flows, right? For sure. So yep. we've got to fo- focus in it. So we have results focused, okay? That speaks for itself. We exist as a company to support our clients for one reason. They may like us as nice people, but if we don't produce results, we don't exist. Right. In order to create re- create results, we've got to take action. That's the mm-hmm. A, okay? Mm-hmm. Or expect excellence, sorry, missed E. Expect excellence. So why? We want to expect excellence to, in the results we create. That's just a measure that we want to be measured against. Mm-hmm. Always striving for excellence. That means we are continually improving. We're always getting better. Then we take action and then see. My TED talk that I, I had was all about this, this core value, collaboration. Mm-hmm. Because we don't have to be a lone wolf. In fact, it's very lonely being an entrepreneur so many times because we operate as a lone wolf. And when we create a team that is absolutely amazing and excellent in the role that they play, it enables us to have true collaboration. And then H is have a ball all the time. <laughs> and it, it's interesting because you actually heard what someone say, I don't think you have a ball all the time. And I do, because for me, my playground is, is strategizing for clients, coming up with ideas. I mean, even this morning, I was on a, on a few different calls with clients. They're like, where did that come from? And I actually, it's kind of weird, but I actually think I channel the the answers. I don't know where the things come from. They just, <laughs> yeah. they pop in my mind. I have no idea where. Yeah. Um, well, there's also, I was thinking about this from another perspective too. And then we're, I'm, I'm going to, I want to dive deeper and um, 
on on sort of your core values because I think that's fantastic and there's a lot going on there. Let's do that actually. So I'm sure you're aware of this, but there is magic with belief and intention and, you know, segment intending, thinking through how you would like things to unfold, what you are wanting, right? And your yes. core values are harnessing that those visual centers, that intention setting, that belief in your team. So now it's not just Dave Asarno coming up with ideas. It's all of these people doing magic together. And I mean that in, 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 a, in a positive way, you know, so you're sort of like this wizard leading a team of magicians that are tapping into some of some of our higher powers. You know, I, I, I hope that we are. And there's one other advantage of doing it this way. I've had people on my team and this isn't just once multiple people say, I actually look forward to Monday mornings. I look forward to coming to work Monday mornings and we kick off a 9.30 a.m. Uh, company-wide culture meeting and core values meeting um, every Monday. And we go through all the values, how people have lived them. We play, we have fun. We have a morning dance party. That's one of the things is like, we're sitting really? there dancing. <laughs> yes, and and if it's on Instagram. So it gets broadcast <laughs> on Instagram. That's um, we have one of the guys on our team who does an introduction in Spanish and he sounds like he could have been a, a, a soccer announcer. I have no <laughs> idea what he's saying, but it sounds <laughs> magnifico. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Um, and, you know, so one of the things that we were talking about at the mastermind too, that I was, um, that struck a chord with me was like figuring out where you should be spending your time, you know, and you kind of figured this out the hard way where you got to a place where you're doing a lot of things that were not filling you up. And then you're like, okay, what do I love? I love strategizing with clients, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I think one of the frameworks yes. that we were talking about was like elf, right? Is it, is it easy? Is it lucrative? And is it fun? So like for our entrepreneurs that are trying to think like, am I spending my time in my zone of genius and in, in, in activities that are valuable for the client, you know, but fun for me. And, and I certainly resonate with being out of that zone a lot. As you grow the business, you start doing more operations stuff, you start doing more sales and marketing and you're not, for me, biohacking, solving complex health challenges for people, you know, I, yes. I mean, what, how did you, how do you do that for yourself and for other people staying in like your zone of genius and things that are fun and noticing when you're getting pulled or distracted? Like how important is that to you? And how do you, how do you manage that? Well, there's two things. One, I think it's important not only for us as entrepreneurs, it's important for the clients and it's important for the business. Oh, because yeah. as you just said, if, if you're focusing on the operations things, a, it's not your zone, even if we're good at it. By the way, I'm weird in that I could be good. I'm good at it. Doesn't mean that I want to do it. and doesn't mean it's the best and the highest use of my time. Mm -hmm. So we have to, we all have to look at what is the highest, best use of our time. And there maybe we're just getting started. Yes, we have to do more. Because if I told someone who's just getting started right now, go hire an assistant, they're like, well, I can't afford an assistant. And right. I'm going to challenge you. Sometimes you can't afford not to. Mm. And in the beginning for me, I found someone overseas is, to be able to do things for me. Mm -hmm. and, and the funny thing is this person 12, 13 years later is still with us. Mm. Okay. And actually is a director in the company. It's grown to be a director. So the thing is, I realized something about myself. I will come up with ideas all day long. 
but they won't get implemented unless I have someone to implement them. So I need the team around me. And we've created, you know, for, for our clients, a way that we help them implement or show them how to do it. And for you, it's the same thing. You, you're amazing. I mean, I told you that the, I don't know if Bob said it because I had already had to catch a flight to Portland, but my highlight for the entire week was the time I got to spend with you biohacking. I went into some really cool and deep places and figured out life's problems. And, <laughs> and that's where you, I, your joy, the, the energy the, and frequency that you put into the, 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 all of us when we're there, that's your jo- zone of genius. You mm. creating content, you doing all that. So for you, you have to find those people who do what they do and love doing what they do, love being in that support role because Mm -hmm. not everyone wants to create all the time. Right. For sure. No, I appreciate you saying that. I mean, that was, that stuff fills me up and especially, you know, what we're creating there together. I mean, we're going, we're going to these elevated states of consciousness. And in some cases, having breakthroughs in our life and our business. And, and, you know, I think Eileen said she was like, I might've been waiting my whole life to feel that, you know? Um, yes. And, and, uh, so, I mean, I really, yeah, it was, it was a beautiful experience. And I've also realized that one of the things that Russell is great at is when he's there, he'll be like, dude, get a recorder on that. We need to capture that from now on. I want you to go film, everything that we've been doing in our workouts with Brandon, like go capture that. Right. Where otherwise the artist in me is like, let's just make some cool biohack morning routines for people. It's going to be amazing. They're going to have a great experience and then we'll do it again, you know, but I'm not thinking like we got to capture that the way that Russell is. And so it works, it, it, it works well in that regard. Um, I want to talk too about you have, uh, I mean, you have an event coming up and you're, and you're doing a lot of cool things at that event. And I'm, I'd like to kind of, let people know what they can expect, what skill sets they're going to build, what, you know, what's your promise to them for, for sure. coming to your event. Um, and then we've got some other fun biohacking and business stuff I'd like to get into, but let's start, let's Absolutely. start there. Well, if anyone wants to, to attend the event, uh, it's businessnitrogenlive.vip. That would be businessnitrogenlive.vip. And we're going to dig deep. Uh, it's a five-day event. It's two hours a day. And it's going to be an hour of content and an hour of Q&A. So when you look at what, what people pay for a day, I've, some people pay $100,000 for a day. Well, imagine they get the same kind of information and content to be able to implement the frameworks that we've been able to plug and play time and again, over and over. So we're going to talk about making that, that creating that vision for your business. I mean, here's the thing. Sometimes seeing how other people, what other people have been able to do and what they've been able to create or hearing just one little distinction can change everything on the trajectory of your business and where you can go. I mean, you witnessed that last week at the Mm -hmm. mastermind. Okay. Mm -hmm. One person was talking about one thing and then another person raised their hand and said, I get that. I could see how I could do that, but also do this. Those are Mm -hmm. the kind of things that are going to be happening. So we're going to open up the vision of what is capable and help people make that decision on doing it. I'll give you an example that this whole first framework came to me because my grandfather at 50 years old 
sold everything, decided he was going to start a business. He was in sales his whole life. 50, at 50. 50, yeah. At wow. 50, I'm 55. So, <laughs> and, uh, so, but at 50, he sold everything. And guess what happened? Everyone told him he was crazy. What are you doing? Your whole life is here. What do you think, what's gonna happen? And he had all these people telling him that won't work. You're going to fail. Well, guess what? As an entrepreneur, I mean, those listening right now, how many people have told you you're absolutely nuts? Mm -hmm. I mean, heck, if you're just biohacking, people think you're absolutely nuts, <laughs> right? Yeah. So we're going to focus in on, on that framework. Uh, then we're going to walk through some of the marketing and sales frameworks, like you know, Bob gave you a little bit of, of a, a tidbit on that we utilize with our clients. So we're gonna go deep into the momentum framework that we use plug and play for clients over and over. The, uh, it's amazing to me, so I, I've had a, the pleasure of working with tens of thousands of entrepreneurs because the time was with Tony and Chet and, and thousands of entrepreneurs over the last decade or so. And it's amazing that so many people are stuck in one way of doing things, which are traditional. And because you've been surrounded with us in our world, you know that when you approach things differently, and I'll think when I, what, the easiest way someone asked me today what it's like, I said, one of the, the first books that I thought of when, before I was in college was Sun Tzu, The Art of War. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, what does that have to do with business? Well, everything. You, you have to think differently. You have to think asymmetrical. You mm -hmm. get to start outflanking. Someone's going this way. Well, you come around this way, right? Well, guess what? We have an opportunity to do that all the time in, in sales and marketing. We just have to know the questions to ask ourselves. We have to know the questions to ask our client, our avatar, our audience to be able to do it. And so we're going to be teaching. Uh, we're going to be teaching the strategies. We'll be sharing the strategies so people can implement them right away. And then you talked a little about the culture. We're going to talk about culture, why it's important, how do you use it to inspire other people, and we're going to give you the framework and blueprint that we use for ourselves and clients can utilize. And then we're going to show you, you can make a greater impact by putting it all together and how is most entrepreneurs hate SOPs, but we're going to show you a simple framework on how you can create them and implement them, not for you, to free you up so your team knows what to do and they thrive and not only survive. Absolutely. And SOPs being standard operating procedures, essentially like recording yes. what everybody in your company is doing, how to do it. So if someone were to get hit by a bus, God someone forbid, else could yes. step in and, you know, yeah, yeah, God forbid, <laughs> of course. Uh, we So I totally relate to that, too, because we did a whole everyone's like, you got to do SOPs, you got to do SOPs. So I like reluctantly kicking and screaming. We did a whole bunch of <laughs> SOPs and it was just, you know, it, so I, I understand. And then that it made me realize too, that I need to bring in someone that loves operations the way that I love creating art and in the biohacking and health space, you know? Um, so that sounds fantastic guys. If, if that catches your interest and you want to level up your business, um, and grow into the, you know, go from the seven figures to the eight figures, then go to business nitrogen live VIP. And, um, you know, I wouldn't have Dave on if, if, if I didn't fully believe in everything that him and Bob are doing, like these guys are the real deal. So um, I want to give some more nuggets to our audience. And I know you've got a ton of them. You recently had like a half a million dollar lesson. And uh, I'm wondering if you could kind of share, 
share the lesson that you paid half a million dollars for. If it's and if you can't, you can't. I understand that there's possibly I, I, reasons. Gonna, you, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you what I can share. Yeah, share what whatever you can share. share. Yeah, and I understand why. It might, I, I don't want to put you on the spot. You know, I also think some of our people could probably use this lesson and save themselves a half million bucks. I'll, I'll <laughs> ask you. I'll ask you a question, and it will give you the answer. Have you ever mm-hmm. entered into business relationships with people without fully vetting them out? and thinking that they were absolutely amazing and not planning for the worst case that could happen? All the time. Yeah, well, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And I felt that I could, I personally could put a Superman cape on and and fix everything. And I didn't, and I couldn't. And the interesting thing is, you're right, financially, it was a half a million dollars. But what you don't even count in that is a lost opportunity that you took away from your time. Uh, another mistake I made was how I took, my, I started taking my team away from our core business and started bringing people in to do things than this other thing. And there's a lot of lessons learned. In fact, I got to ask some really smart people, um, such as Richard Branson and Damon John and and um, and Roland Frazier. Uh, and they all gave me independently the exact same advice that uh, I can use going forward, which is A, uh, vet your, if you have a partner, you've really got to vet them. And I learned a lot, especially from Damon, uh, spent some time with him in, in his mastermind, actually, talking about how deep he actually vets people after the show, what you see on the show and then what, what goes on in the vetting. And the funny thing is, I don't know if anyone is religious or not, but if you think about Proverbs, um, you know, it, it talks about it in, in Proverbs that you have to vet your partners. And the most important thing you choose is your partner, even your life mm-hmm. partner, who's going to yeah. be your spouse. And you, you and I were talking a little bit about that when we were there. So yes, everyone, uh, there's the question is, what can I be grateful for, for this? Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a big lesson and it's a lesson that, that hurts. And I'm grateful. Why? Because I met some new people. I have some relationships that I wouldn't have had if this didn't happen. I have relationships that I don't want to have going forward. So I, I've learned some positive lessons in, in regards to that. And one thing that I, I can tell you is it got me clearly focused in on my business and the clients and knowing what I love doing. And so much so that my wife, I, I said to her, I said, I don't think I ever worked this hard before. She said, and by the way, we've been together since we were 17. And oh, wow. So, nice so job. She's Congratulations. Known me, she, she's known me a long time. And she said, no, no, Dave, you've always worked this hard. You are just massively focused on one thing. And that's another lesson that I've, I've learned from some of the people that I mentioned is, you know what? Put some major focus. We all as entrepreneurs want the shiny object syndrome to be able to keep all these balls juggling in the air. But if we imagine what would happen if we just took this one thing and went really, really deep with it. I mean, that's how Walmart was created. It wasn't like Walmart, you know, Sam Walton was born a billionaire. He wasn't right? Mm -hmm. So he just went really deep on one concept. And so there's multiple ways to be successful. And part of it, we justify 
because we want to do so many things. So we justify, well, I could do this and I could do this and I could do this. And then we wonder why some are having some success, but many of them aren't. And I, I, you're right, I, I learned a big lesson. I'm grateful that I went through what I went through because I've lessened, I, I've experienced now to guide other people who wanna do the same thing as me and want an experience share. The modern man is devolving and at a rapid pace. Men today have an average IQ that's eight points lower than they were just 20 years ago. Men today are 50% more likely to be depressed compared to just 20 years ago, are 300% more likely to be obese compared to just 60 years ago, have sperm counts that are 62% lower than they were just 50 years ago, and have testosterone levels that are about 50% lower than they were just 20 years ago. But the reality is that it doesn't have to be this way. Your manhood, your strength, your power, your energy, your focus, all of these things are within your control. And you just need to recognize that all over the world, there are people that are curing cancer. There are people that are overcoming heart disease. Diabetes is a choice if you have the right tools at your disposal. But if you are one of the men that does not want to follow this pattern and you want to take control of this stuff, you want to have control over your body and mind, then I encourage you to go to biohackercoaching.com, fill out the short form, grab a time to talk with myself or someone from our team. Everything that we do is 100% guaranteed. If you're not absolutely thrilled with the results that you get, I don't want your money, I'll give it back. If you don't get a return, meaning if you don't make more money as a result of us working together because of greater energy, greater health, greater, greater focus, greater mental clarity, thinking faster, working smarter, getting more done in less time, then I don't want your money. So it's no risk to you. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for being a part of the Biohacking Secrets family. Thank you for supporting this podcast. If you want to level up, go to biohackercoaching.com. Thank you. I've come to realize that in the past, one of the mistakes that I made with vetting people, not just in business, but even personal relationships, who you allow into your inner circle, I was, I was equating the amount of time I had known someone with the amount of trust I should afford that person. That's a mistake, <laughs> right? Now I realize that the, the criteria is, has this person been tested? Now it's the tests, those moments where they had the opportunity to do something shady, but didn't. You know, that example of, and maybe we'll talk about the secret that you got from a Navy SEAL in this, in this area, right? But yes. like now when I'm with someone that I've known for whatever period of time, but they have proven themselves to be trustworthy, that they have been tested and made the right choice. That's what I'm looking for, not just the, the duration of time that we have spent together. You know, maybe you could share a little bit of your secret in that area too. Well, you're, you're right. And I, I, I was sharing at the, at the mastermind, I saw a video, a detailed video from Simon Sinek and he was talking about, he interviewed the Navy uh, SEAL Team 6 and the people who bring people in. And he, he asked, well, how do you determine who makes SEAL Team 6? And, and who becomes a Navy SEAL? Because you're looking at everyone at the utmost peak level. I mean, mm -hmm. they're shades of A. But here's what they said. Most people would think that we want the, the best of the best A players. 
But there's one other area of component that's the most important. So if you've got performance on one side of the axis up the left side, on the bottom of the scale, you have trust. And they said for someone to be accepted to SEAL Team 6, I don't need to just trust them with my life. I've got to be able to trust them with my wife. That's awesome. And that make I mean, you think about it, but here's when you think about this is most people in business look for the A performance player. And sometimes they have the A performance player that creates a lot of chaos in their company because they're not a core value fit. They're not a culture fit. They can't trust them with their business, but they're like, well, they're producing revenue. And then all of a sudden they create a toxic environment and they lose half the company. And they're like, well, I just hired the wrong people. I got to start all over again. And then all of a sudden they recreate that cycle again. I mean, we all know entrepreneurs that this has happened to. And that's actually why we put the culture framework into what we do, because I, I've learned this lesson the hard way. And I've I've created a way, which I'll share with people, how you can let people go and have and these people go and then thank you for it in five minutes or less. Yeah, let's do that. This is this is fantastic <laughs> and super, super ninja. <laughs> you want me to share? Yeah, let's. Oh, well, or do you want to save it for the event? Uh, I am going to talk about the event. Do you want me to share? I'm happy to talk about it. I think a little teaser, just because a lot of our listeners are business owners and entrepreneurs, and the idea of you know letting someone that you may really like as a human being and even love go when it's even when it's the right decision for all parties. That's that's a very daunting task, and it often gets postponed and delayed. It gets, and kicked, down, it ki gets kicked down the road and delayed. I'm right. going to give you one thing that I do. I okay. won't tell you that this, because there's multiple secret sauces that I'm going to, depending upon the situation. Mm -hmm. Because we have core values and we lean into them, and we go through them every Monday, if I'm going to be letting someone go that week, I will highlight the core values specifically that that person isn't meeting mm. in the in the monday 9 30 in the monday meeting? meeting with everyone i won't be identifying okay. talking to them but i'm talking about now we have a few core values let's talk specifically about trust or let, let's let's talk about um um positive expectancy let's talk about results let's talk mm -hmm. about you know, expecting excellence. What does expecting mm -hmm. excellence mean to you? Ex excellence, if you're expecting excellence and in the value of the contract con contract of a company, that means we're doing what we say we're going to do and we're doing it at all times. And if you don't do it, you don't make an excuse, you acknowledge. So you see how I'm gonna go down in, in regard to that exact person Okay, I'll mm -hmm. give a little more secret. So I'll go through the core values. And then when I'm on with that person, I'm gonna say, let's talk about our core values. Where do you think you're meeting our core values and where do you think that you're not? Mm. And I, I will have it as a fluid conversation. And usually they last less than five minutes and they've admitted that they're not, they apologize and they thank me for the opportunity. It's really cool. By the way, please don't use this unless you check with an HR person or HR attorney. <laughs> yeah, don't get yourself. I'm not an attorney, and nor do I play one on TV. <laughs> That's good. That's good advice as well. Um, so, guys, if you want if you want more and you're enjoying this conversation, go to businessnitrogenlive.vip. Uh, grab your tickets for the five day event. Um, 
Now, before we kind of transition to the the, the biohacking and and health mastery side of things, um, is there anything else on the business side that you want to share with our audience or convey to our listeners before we uh, before we make that move? Sure. I'm just going to let you know this. If you're if you're an entrepreneur and and by the way, a lot of uh, biohackers are very entrepreneurial. And Mm -hmm. so if you're not an entrepreneur, uh, you should have a side hustle because if you're willing to experiment on your body and your mind like this, that is what makes an an amazing entrepreneur, someone who's willing Mm -hmm. to push the limits and take risks. So I I just wanted to say that. Um, Yeah, it's just here's the thing. People need, so what do you need to have a business? You need a great concept or idea. You need traffic. You, so you've got to have eyeballs on what you do. You need a conversion mechanism, a way to get people, to make it easy for people to say yes. So here's the thing that I can tell you so much. We as entrepreneurs or business owners get in our own way of people saying yes. And I, I, tell clients a lot, this a lot, especially when they're in the health space because they want to serve people so much. People Mm -hmm. showed up for your webinar. People showed up for the phone call. People showed up for you because they have a pain problem or challenge that you can solve for them. Mm -hmm. It's now incumbent upon you to make it easy for them to say yes so they can get their life back, to get their business, to to work with their family, whatever it is that you do, however Mm -hmm. you serve them. Make it easy for people to take that next step. And frankly, sometimes money gets in the way and they're like, well, I want to do it, but I just, and people say, I want to do it, but we know anything you say but negates what you said before. So they want they want to do it, but say, well, let me ask, then you can ask different questions or have a downsell offer, have a way for people that they can dip their toe in the water with you. And a perfect example of dipping the toe in the water a year ago. So I was with you two years in a row now, mm-hmm. pretty much the same time. I got in that, that ice bath pool and I freaked out. Not everyone would be willing to get in the ice bath pool again, but right. you you did some things during that to make it easier, make me think about how I can start easing in. And one of the things I was so excited when I heard you were going to be here again is like, I get to do it this time. Mm-hmm. And I did on day one. Day two, I got in and I got in, I got a little bit deeper. And then mm-hmm. day two, I got out, the next people went in, I'm like, can I go in again? And I got to yeah. go stand in the cold water. So guess what? The same thing happens in our business. We sometimes make it black or white, whether someone's ready to move forward or not. Mm-hmm. I want to challenge you on this. If they're checking you out, they have a need, you now need to give them an opportunity to say yes to you in some form or fashion. That's great. That's great. So I'm, 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 I got to ask you about this and then we'll get into like your morning routine and some of the ways that, um, <laughs> that, that you optimize your cognitive performance and physical performance and energy levels and all that stuff. Um, but so where a lot of people, where I'm thinking is a lot of people have some sort of, of high ticket, some sort of offer that, um, you know, that they serve on a, a one-to-one thing or a one-to-many, whatever. And, uh, a lot of people don't take that or they can't necessarily afford it. And then they just move on to the next one. You're saying like, okay, this person has reached out to you. They clearly want your stuff. If money's a problem and that's the thing that's keeping them from moving forward, figure out a way that you could work with them in a different capacity, give them some results in advance, and then 
and then maybe ascend them or something like that. Is that is that what I'm hearing? Yes, I'll give you an example. And sometimes it's not money. Money becomes an objection because I believe that if someone really wants something, under most circumstances, they'll figure a way to make it happen if it if it if if it's going to change their life or business. If desire is high enough, and they if really desire is high enough. So one of the things I'll give you an example of a client who has a high end offer, twenty five k, and they weren't converting uh, cold traffic. It was only through affiliates and referrals that they were converting. Mm-hmm. They and one of the things that we identified is they didn't have a way for people. To, to build relationships. They didn't have a good nurture sequence, a good way of continuously adding value. Uh, we created a 30 day text message. Uh, we're one tip a day for 30 days. We created, a, um, this, you're, you're, I think you should do this by the way, an AM process and an evening process. They, they, why? They're indoctrinating the people with the vision of what is possible every single day, putting a message. Uh, we created a, a a shorter event where the sale at the end of that is less than $700. Why? Because I wanted people to experience this person. And when they did that, they gave them a $1,900 discount on, on their live event. I said, you're going to invest in these people. If you invest in these people, they'll invest in you. So it's all about there we're using Cialdini's law of reciprocity. The more you give, the more you're going to get back. Now, I'm going to say people think, yeah, you're crazy. And I believe this. I've been planting seeds. People always ask me, why are you doing this for this person? Not paying you. I said, I'm planting seeds. When you plant seeds, they grow in the trees. When you plant enough trees, they grow into a forest. And it's going to serve, it's going to serve me. It's going to serve in this lifetime or whatever you believe or the next, because it's all about planting seeds. And so this is all about planting seeds and adding, giving value to people. Okay. So you talked about this, this, um, Robert Cialdini, Cialdini, Cialdini's Cialdini, Cialdini, um, gosh, the, my Italian ancestors are just shaking their head at me, um, from his, his (laughs) book. Anthony, what are you thinking? Anthony? Yeah. Every freaking thing, every freaking name you're butchering. Um, his law of reciprocity, which is like you do something nice for someone else, we feel this this uh, almost evolutionary desire to reciprocate and do something, you know, do something in return. It's part of what allowed us to function as a society before currency and, and all of that. Um, you, I, I love that 30 day nurture sequence with tips and like staying front of mind as well, which is happening. Like if you're adding value and that's your intention, you're also staying front of mind for so that when that person decides to make a buying decision, you know, you're the one that they think of this AM yes. process and PM process from a biohacking perspective. It's no brainer. If you're taking people through something in their routine that they could do in the morning that, you know, like we were doing in, in Vegas, right? That was Russell's like, just get everyone feeling amazing and energized and, you know, ready to get the most out of what what's happening at the mastermind. Right. Yes. Um, and, uh, so it makes sense there, but what you're saying is this works for many types of businesses. It works Having for every like business. I every mean, think business, about this. like an the AM intention, process and a PM process. Yeah, you're, you're, it's the intention that you you create. You how you set the frame when the first thing when you get out of bed in the morning. You know, God, thank you for putting the air in my lungs that let me see the light of the day again, so I can <laughs> do what I do best and serve other people. I mean, whatever your process or whatever you want to do. Just Mm -hmm. little steps, little intentions. For me, I sit here and I have two journals, by the way. 
Mm. Two. Okay. One of one of them, I just asked questions. What's one thing I can get excited about today? And I wrote, being on your podcast. <laughs> nice. Um, what, I made the journal. What, I made one of the you journals. Made the, you, you made my journal today. <laughs> uh, what what could I, um, What if one word could describe what I, kind of person I want to be today, what is that word and why would I choose it? I wrote high frequency. Hmm. Like okay, that. so so we can go through, but and then I have this journal where I write in here, you know, what am I going to achieve? What am I going to show up as? And then I have things in here say, and by the way, I start this every morning, you know, and it's like, hey, I don't know how this is going to happen, and I'm completely open to all opportunities, strategic alliances, deals. You know, and they may come out of the word work in areas that I don't even know possible for it to happen. You know, so I here's what I say. None of this comes from me. It all comes from above. It called, you know, whatever you want to believe, universe, God, etc. But and I write this down. So this is my AM process and PM process. It's reviewing the day. Uh, ben mm-hmm. Hardy talks about it in 10x is easier than 2x. At the end of the day, write down all the things you accomplished that day and that you're grateful for. It's no different because, and, and, and I'll take it one step further. After you do that, which I think is absolutely amazing, as you know, I do have an evening process and I've listened to different frequency type music and mm-hmm. I'm I'm focusing in on what problem do I want solved? What answer do I want? And and who do I want to be and who do I want to serve? And what am I going to create in my life? I think about that every night before I go to bed. And and I do believe through my training in NLP and, and hypnosis and getting certified, I realize that most of the the challenges or lack of of getting what we want is all right here. The the six inches or so between these my fingers right now. Your supercomputer's the, running amok. <laughs> supercomputer's running amok. And, and guess what? Whatever we focus in on before we go to bed, we process seven times more. So we mm-hmm. we we by we give ourselves an opportunity to create the answers for ourselves. And by the way, I noticed almost the exact same thing happening because I'll wake up usually around 1.30 in the morning and I'll have an answer. Um, I have a way of running through the answer so I don't have to get out of bed, wake up and write it. And then I'll get first thing in the morning when I get up is I, I type it out sort of like I did when you put us into that state when we were doing the the I can't remember it was the the third day I said mm-hmm. I took out my notepad and I started writing in notes because I knew that if I didn't capture right then, then and there I would not remember everything and totally. it was almost like coming out of a dream and for me mm-hmm. it felt like I was in a dream world mm-hmm. yeah yeah I had that too and sometimes the signal comes through so clearly that you are convinced you will not forget it you're like this is so good I can't forget it and then I won't write it down or at least in the past I didn't and it's gone the next day. It's like you had your opportunity. It was handed to you in the ether, but you didn't capture it. Now it's going to someone else. Right. And, and yes. since I've been writing down my dreams, even and things that stand out, you start to recognize patterns that you wouldn't otherwise see. And it totally integrates your subconscious mind in, in, a, in a fashion that I don't think can occur unless we're capturing these insights and maybe even paying attention to our dreams. That's been, that's been super helpful for me in writing those down. 
Yeah, that's that's amazing. You write if you write down your dreams, write down the things that come to you when you, when you wake up in the middle of the night. I know people keep a journal next to their bed. I I run it through three times and then I'll go back to bed. And then I will I remember when I wake up in the morning and I have to write down right away because within nice. minutes like I couldn't even I couldn't repeat some of the things that happened last week, but they were some frankly out of body type experiences that happened mm-hmm. just through deep breathing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's so cool. I mean, I'm really excited about that. And it was, it was fun because those were certain types of breathing that I had only played around with myself and with, you know, with our members in, in, in our coaching program, I'd not done it with a group like that before. So oh, it was really? really fun seeing how, uh, seeing how, yeah, we hadn't, we haven't done, uh, our, our men's event since 2019. So this is all new stuff that, you guys got to experience first that would otherwise, you know, be our events and, and that. So it was, it was, I was excited to see you guys excited and having these types of experiences. Um, so before we kind of land this plane, you're, I mean, you're always tinkering and finding new levels of cognitive performance and, and what helps you to vibrate at that, at those higher frequencies where you're most effective and just aligned. Um, are there any other practices or habits or health hacks or things that you've found beneficial, whether it's moving your body, uh, the, the way that you fuel yourself, other things that you integrate to your daily or weekly routine that our listeners might, might find interesting and helpful? Well, first of all, I will say this. When you launch out your new program, I will be mm-hmm. lined up as the first person to buy it. So I'll yeah, give you my credit awesome. card now. Just mute the, <laughs> the, the line. So, and, and here's why. Um, I have a mindset process that I go through that I walk you through with my journal and then AM and then evening. I have the meditations that I go through time and again uh, that work for me. I would say that however you start your day, the state you want to create is how you're going to show up for yourself and everyone else and your family and your team. Uh, mm-hmm. Ask yourself, who do I need to show up for? Why do I want to show up for them? Uh, who should I give a note of gratitude or appreciation for? And little things like that help you set the day thinking about not yourself, but how you're going to serve, right? So that's important. One thing, I, the reason I was talking about yours program is, oh my gosh, I told you this. If I could listen to you every morning and the way that you put us in the state, even the the 10 to 15 minute little workout that we did to prime Mm -hmm. ourselves to open up our mind, Mm -hmm. I want to to add that to it. And my daughter, when she listened, this would be really happy to hear that. Yes, your dad is going to start moving more. Um, (laughs) And so what do I do? Yeah, I have a red red light. I have a sauna at my house. I, I have... I have a bio, little mini biohacking clinic myself. And so when you think about you and I were talking about doing little things to put ourselves in the, the right frame of mind. I don't have it on my desk here, but I have even a little PMF thing that you can put a brain PMF thing to get yourself into a state before you get on a call. Um, really? What's that little, called? Uh, it's Omni PEMF, I believe. Um, I'll text you the app. I'll text you a picture of my app. And so that one literally just goes on your brain and it primes, you can do it. You can get your, for, you can get your brain clear. It has the magnets in it and everything. So cool. Um, I I measure, I double measure. I've got an aura ring and a whoop. Okay. Yeah. Do those sync up? What, what, do you get different readings? There's not a lot of people that have both. Um, 
yes, I get different. I, there's some things that are pretty, that, that directionally they're the same. Mm-hmm. So if one says I had a good sleep, I had a good sleep on the other. If I didn't, mm-hmm. their numbers are never act- exactly the same, but I was an early adopter of the aura ring. So yeah, I don't too. have to pay for it anymore. It's just like, I've got it. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, okay, let me get this whoop thing because it measures you better when you're working out. Mm-hmm. And I, I just wear them both. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, I look at nice. them both too. But and I can tell you, you have- this. I yeah. get better sleep. Since I've been focused in on this, I am sleep. I'm getting better sleep because I'm aware. And that goes into whatever you focus in on, you create mm-hmm. attention on. Yep. What what uh, gets measured gets managed. Yes. Right? You're measuring your sleep two different ways. You're going to try to optimize and maximize it. That's beautiful. Um, well, Dave, this has been an, a, a fantastic conversation. I think we could probably do part two and part three. Um and, and you've, you've added massive value for our audience. What, for people that want to take the next steps and hang out with you guys at your event, it's coming up quick, right? And so what's, what's, your, what's your call to action? We, we may do a few more. It, it, we may. Um, we'll see. But yeah, everyone, if, if, you're, if you're currently an entrepreneur and you want to learn the exact skills and strategies that we've plugged in for clients time and again, we're going to give it all. We're going to put it all out for you there. Uh, just go to businessnitrogenlive.vip, businessnitrogenlive.vip. Uh, if you, uh, when you do show up, just let me know in the chat that Anthony sent you, and uh, I promise we will take care of you. And, uh, you know, our whole goal is one thing just to serve, to give you the best of the best that we have. So, beautiful. Look to and this is, this is a virtual event, so they could join anywhere from anywhere yes, in the world? Any, a, anywhere in the world. Yes, so virtual that's, that's, event. That's fantastic, guys. That that address again is businessnitrogenlive.vip. Uh, Mr. David Asarno, thank you so much for coming on. Had a great time with you last week. I look forward to doing more stuff together. I, and uh, yes. appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you too.